there folks, this is WP Tonic episode 97 and we're going to be talking about WordPress membership plugins, the good, the bad and the ugly. So how does that sound, John? Sounds awesome. Let's do this. Well, he's gone to awesome, folks. It's howdy, and then he's gone to awesome. But before we start, folks, um, we've got some sad news um, connected to a real um, member of the WordPress community. So would you like to say something about that, John? Certainly would. Um, we just found out about this today. Uh, one of our past guests and definitely like one of our friends in the WordPress community, Bridget uh, Willard, who's the... Uh, marketing manager, communications director over at Word Impress. She just uh, lost her husband of uh, 23 years today. And the community put up a page. They're taking donations to help her pay for funeral services. And it would mean a lot to me if you would uh, go ahead and visit that page over at willardfund.org. That's W I. L-L-A-R-D fund.org and just give what you can to help her out. She's a really awesome person. Um, And we're going to make sure that's in the uh, show notes on the WP Tonic website, folks. So if you go to the um, show on the website, the link will be there. And um, my thoughts and prayers goes to Bridget. She's a great lady, right? So um, we're going to delve into membership plugins so um, it's a bit like last week, folks. We've got a bit of a list, and I'm going to be totally honest here. I got some of this off Chris Lima's website. He's the king of plugin um, membership plugin reviews, isn't he, John? Yeah, there's an awesome post. Uh, if you go to chrislemma.com slash best WordPress membership plugin 2015, there's a, he reviewed 30 plugins uh, and rated them all by I don't know where he gets the time from, do you, John? Yeah. Right. So let's this delve in. So we're going to go into some of the main things that you got got to think about about choosing your plugin. And then I've got some recommendations. They're not exhaustive because we'll be here all day, but they are ones that I've either used or been highly recommended. So um, let's start off with this, John. So let's talk about ease of use. Speed to configure. What what you got to say about that, John? Well, definitely, uh, easy use is is like a major uh, consideration when you're setting up uh, a membership site. Uh, there's definitely uh, a balance that needs to be struck between you know uh, how uh, how much functionality you want to have, but you know most of the time you want to get it up and running. And there's definitely ones that are easier. There's definitely ones that are going to take more time. Yeah, it is so true, John. But um, it's a balance because obviously um, the ones that offer a lot of additional functionality, they're going to have more configuration, aren't they, John? Yeah, and yeah, that's a logical reach. Um, there's there's definitely ones that uh, are very powerful, but they're going to take, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to set them up in an afternoon. No, definitely not. So it's just you, you need to look at and make a decision what, key functionality you really need and what you don't and that might and that will have a direct result about how easy it is going to be set up and then on to the next one number two multiple talk john concurrent accounts um what you got to say about that john 
So concurrent subscriptions is, is definitely a limitation in some uh, membership plugins. Uh, so what that means is basically, can a person have more than one subscription at the same time? Um, can they be subscribed to two different membership levels? Uh, and definitely there's some use cases where that's going to be a deciding factor. Yeah, the one I, um, the ones we're going to be talking about after these list of major criteria, folks, the one I use a lot, can't actually do this. So it definitely wouldn't be the right choice. Um, next one, number three, payment gateway support. This can be a tricky one, can't it, John? Uh, certainly can. So pretty much every one of these supports PayPal out of the box. That's kind of a given, but there's going to be most cases you're going to want to support some sort of credit card payment. Um, and sometimes you're going to want to support a more obscure payment gateway or more diverse uh, types of payment gateways. Now, a lot of these membership plugins support Stripe, but sometimes you're going to need to support other gateways as well. So, Great stuff. Number four, drip content. What you got to say about that, John? Sure. Okay, so for those listening at home, if you want to understand what drip content is, that's basically where you let the content out a little bit at a time. And the reason you might want to do that is say somebody signs up for your membership and they pay their money and you give them all the goodies all at once. There are some nefarious people out there that will, you know, download all the goods and then, you know, two days later they're going to ask for their money back, but they've got, you know, everything that you have to give. So with drip content, you can just dole that out a little bit at a time. And then that way you're going to avoid situations like that. So, yeah, it can be really important. Uh, number five, e-commerce support. This is another biggie, isn't it, John? Yeah, definitely. So e-commerce sites, are there's always lots of moving parts. Anytime that you're setting up, uh, you, you know, anytime that you're taking money in exchange for goods like on your site. So uh, the level of support that these plugins offer is usually directly proportional to how much they're charging uh, you to use their plugin, and sometimes like how long they've you know been in the WordPress community as well. Uh, so a lot of times, like a premium plugin is going to offer uh, a higher level of support. And when you're trying to configure something very complicated, that's going to be invaluable. And then I'd like to point out, folks, um, a lot, some of the ones we're going to be talking about do not support e-commerce. And um, there are some really good options. Now, what I mean by e-commerce, it can either be digital products or physical products, ability to have a real um, shopping cart and to include taxation and shipping costs. Um, some of these memberships are not designed for that. So choosing the right one is pretty important on day one if you're going to offer e-commerce. So on to number six, John, upgrades and downgrades. Yeah, so a lot of the times uh, memberships are going to have tiers, like there, there's going to be a lower tier where you have access to you know, a certain amount of stuff, and then maybe a middle tier where you get access to more stuff, and you know, like maybe like a top tier where you get access to everything. 
But because these are usually at different price points, people, you know, want to have the ability to go upward easily and then maybe downgrade their membership uh, easily to, you know, fit their financial situation or, you know, how much they uh, want to, uh, you know, give to your site. So uh, that's an important factor as well. How easy is it for you as a site administrator to make those, you know, changes like happen automatically? And how easy is it for the user to get that done, like upgrade and downgrade their membership? You know, you just got to make it really clear. And it really depends on what kind of membership site you're running. Because it's a broad statement, folks. Um, memberships, um, there's all types of membership and scenarios. So you really got to think, do I need a plugin that can support that? Or am I not? Or don't I need to offer that? Number seven, prorating and pausing. What do you say about that, John? Okay, yes. So uh, most memberships, uh, they go like month to month. So say if you start on a certain day of the month, you're going to get rebuilt. Uh, but there's times where you might want to only you know, be billed for part of the month and not every plugin supports that. Uh, then again, there's times where you might want to pause your membership for a month or three months and, you know, pick it back up later. And a really robust membership solution will give you the ability to do that. And, you know, so that is a factor. Like, are you going to need that for your membership site? And I think it's very similar to upgrading and downgrades, isn't it, John? You, you know, you can, there are, like um, there's a couple of plugins that I've used extensively that can't do that, but I've used them in scenarios where that wasn't required. So it's really working out, do you need that kind of functionality, isn't it, John? Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to figuring out what kind of, you know, doing a needs assessment and figuring out like what you need. And then once you have that, you know, kind of list of of what you're going to require the site to do, you can look at like all you know your choices of plugins, and the choices become a little bit more uh, crystallized and clear. Yeah. And um, number eight, other features and nice to haves. Um, does anything come to mind that you think um, somebody looking to start their first membership site should need that we haven't covered so far, John? Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about this? Um, I, I think, you know, this integration, you know, with with um, Stripe or Authorize.net or whatever gateway provider and PayPal can, you know, folks, I'm a bit jaded because um, I didn't tell John this, but I've been dealing with the PayPal API all this morning and most of this afternoon, John. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, to say the documentation is a mess would be understatement. And I'm not talking about their old API. I'm talking about the new one, John. I've got a slight headache, John. Um, I'm mm. slightly shell-shocked. Can you understand that, John? Yeah, I mean, I, and I think a lot of developers would uh, definitely agree with your, uh, you know, your sentiment there. I've never seen documentation around API that's such a dog's breath, folks. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think I'm getting somewhere, but um, I'm I'm not I'm reasonably used to reading technical documentation, folks, and APIs. 
Um, but yeah, it was a bit out of my thing. Um, so let's get back onto subject. Um, I call it the Chris Lemmer effect. Obviously, I took some of this, a lot of this from Chris Lemmer's site. And he dominates it, John. You know, he's put an enormous amount of work on it. What's your assessment? You know, Chris is a great guy and a great member of the WordPress community. But um, he seems to have totally dominated this for the better or good. What's your, what's your impression about his assessments? Do you think it's reasonably logical and fair? Well, I think for, you know, I, I looked at most of the ones on this list, and I haven't used like all 30 of these but I've used like a good chunk of these. Um, and the ones that I have used, I mean, I pretty much agree. I think I would say like restrict content, content pro is like a little bit low. Cause I think he rated that a 3.3. Um, and I think that mostly has to do with the fact that uh, you can't do like concurrent memberships. It's gotten a lot more robust with uh, payment gateways and and there's like plenty of add-ons that go with this. Uh, But like everything else on this list, I'm pretty much in agreement with. Right, that's great. So I think we've gone through the main points and then we'll be talking about, um, um, we're basically going to go for our break, folks. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the Pacific plugins that I've used or been highly recommended. And we're going to have a quick chat about that. See you soon, folks. Want to turn your WordPress website into an online speed machine? Go on over to WP Tonic. They'll set up DigitalOcean websites hosting on solid state drives. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for WP Tonic's maintenance packages. WP Tonic offers some of the very best WordPress maintenance packages on the market. So those who are serious about getting the very best platform for their WordPress sites, make sure you go on over to wp-tonic.com. We're coming back from our break. Um, we're talking all about membership plugins with my great co-host, John Locke. So, John, we're going to start off. Um, this isn't an extensive list. It's just some that I've worked with and or sure. um, through our discussions um, are highly recommended. Then let's start with one that I have used extensively, uh, Paid Membership Pro. Have you used that one, John? Uh, yeah, not in a while. But uh, I have used this like early on, um, and it's it's decent. Yeah, um, basically one of its strengths, folks, is you can get almost all the functionality free. But don't delude yourself. There's a lot of additional um, plugins, and if you need access to those plugins, you've got to pay for full membership, which gives you full access to their forums, um, great um, email support and a list of uh, extra um, plugins that bolt into the main plugin. Um, but as if you don't need some of the bells and whistles, that if you don't need upgrades and downgrades, you don't need pro rating or pausing. Um, if one of its slight weaknesses, folks, is the the additional plugin that deals with drip content isn't as robust a solution as some of the other plugins we're going to be talking about. But if you want um, just looking for really well-coded basic 
membership plugin. You could do a lot worse than paid membership pro. What do you think about that, John? Do you think I've been reasonably fair in what I've just said? No, that's a, that's a pretty good assessment. Uh, there's, there's, you can get the free plugin. Uh, it's pretty basic. Uh, you can pay 97 for the kind of the middle tier, uh, mm of this plugin, but to get all the goodies and all the add-ons, you got to pay 197 a year. Um, and there are a lot of add-ons, uh, but again, drip content, uh, maybe not the best with this, but I mean, this is a good solid choice. It's maybe not the best on this list, but you could do a lot worse. Yeah. The other thing I'd like to point out, he does have a long list of um, gateway providers that are supported, but it's not as extensive as some of the other plugins that we're probably going to be talking about. So, and you do either have to pay, um, I don't know, either the 99 or the 197 level, you get access to all the additional plugins connected to the gateway providers that they do support, but you need to check the documentation um, if you're using uh, a slightly more obscure gateway provider. Let's go on to the next one. One I haven't used, but it's highly recommended by a lot of people that I respect, and that's MemberPress. Have you actually used it yourself, John? Uh, I have used it, and to be honest, um, it it is a little confusing. Um, I know that uh, some other people on our panel are more familiar with this. Yeah. I do have like a uh, I do have like a developer's license for this. Uh, it is this is one of those ones that it's very powerful and you can do probably most anything with. But this is one that you need to spend a lot of time configuring. Yeah, it's got, it's got a lot of screens, has it, and a lot of choices. It's got a lot of screens. Yeah. Um, what was your impression after you did it? Get, what was you impressed with the support support forum? Did you ever have to use the email support? And the, did you ever have a look at any of the code? What was your general impressions about it, John? Well, the code is like solid. I mean, uh, it's definitely well supported. Uh, it's solid code. It's it's not spaghetti code. Um, there's definitely support there. The forums are, are pretty good, um, and the email support is is pretty quick. They usually get back to you, you know, within you know the next day. Uh, so I have no complaints about the support. Um, so you yeah. would agree with John Lehman and what a lot of people, it's a pretty solid choice if you need if you need the kind of functionality and power that it's offering. Yeah, absolutely. And this is this is one of those plugins where it does it does most anything. Uh, it has uh, you know payment gateway support for PayPal, Authorize, uh, and Stripe. Uh, it you know. You have dripped content, um, you know, e-commerce support is there, so. Oh, is it? E-commerce support is there? Uh, I think so. I believe oh, so. Do Don't quote me, but I think that, so. I think we have to clarify that in the notes because yeah. I'm not too sure about that myself. Um, let's go on to another one that's um, been around a long time. It's got a lot of users. I used it about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, for a very big project that I was doing with a team where we were integrating it with um, a forum software as well. And that's Wishlist Member. Um, have you ever used this one at all, um, John? Wishlist member. I had somebody that was using this. They're not using it anymore. Um, 
yeah, this is this is uh, it's okay, and maybe there's a reason like that that uh, the the person I know is not using this anymore. It's it's okay. Um, um, what's your experience? Well, it was fine, but um, it was the one that would work with the forum software. It has a bit like what we were saying about MemberPress. It when I was using it, very powerful, had a lot of screens and a lot of configuration. Um, it was one of the most complicated plugins that I um, that we had to set up for quite a long time, and um, working out all the permissions and getting it to work with the forum software. I think it was Simple Press forum software. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a job, and um, there was a lot of um, project creep. <laughs> with this particular job um it's not the cheapest either folks it starts for a single site license at 197 dollars and then the multi-site goes up to 297 dollars john so um you really you know uh, you really need to look at it compared maybe to member press and really work out is this necessary and does it offer the kind of functionality that I really need? I know it supports a ton of gateways. Um, it's gateway support is to say substantial would be understatement, John. I think that's probably one of its greatest strengths. Um, it doesn't have much for like e-commerce support or no. in current accounts. So it's, it's, it does what it does pretty well. But um, if you're looking for like a utility, like membership plugin, this might not be the best choice. Yeah. So solid, but you know, there's maybe something better out there if if you don't need a precise functionality it's offering. Another one that's in a similar vein. I only used it once. Not so well known, but it's massive with tons of additional functionality. It's Digital Access Pass. Um, ever you heard of that or used that, John? I have heard of it, but um, I, it might be a little bit before my time. I know a lot of people that we were talking to the other day are familiar with this. I have never used this one. What's your experience with this? Um, it was a couple of years ago again. Um, time has flown, actually, because I've been involved in a SaaS and, dig- and maintenance company. Um, it's... Um, it's a development based in India. It's a man and woman um, kind of partnership. I think they're married, and I'm not sure if they've got other people in the team. Been around a long time. Um, very popular with some podcasters who were doing e-commerce. Um, had masses of functionality, great doc, extensive documentation, quite very well written, but it is not for the light-hearted, John, um, unless you need gateway support or very light wish list. You're looking for some specific functionality that some of the other plugins don't offer. I think it also has its own e-commerce um, modulars, but I would have to double check that. But yeah. it is a massive, extensive plugin, John. It, yeah, that's and that's what I'm reading. Is it's a number? It's another one like MemoryPress, but maybe even like a little bit more uh, with the screens, like having to set it up. It's it's going to take a minute. Um, <laughs> it does look like it, and this one does have drip content support, and it supports concurrent. Uh, 
accounts. And it does have like e-commerce support, but you know, other ones that are on this list, like perhaps like uh, uh, iThemes Exchange or membership sure. member press, I should say, uh, would be a better choice if you're looking for e-commerce support. Uh, but it does have a module for that as well. Yeah, it's got literally a module. When I was looking at it, folks, it had a module literally for everything. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it's not for the lighthearted. Um, I don't think if you're just a newbie and you're just looking to set up a basic membership, it's probably not the right choice. But that's just my opinion. You probably need a developer to help you with this or somebody that's got some extensive WordPress knowledge. Um, on to e-commerce, folks, because um, a lot of the ones I've got modules, but I've got three. I'm going to start off, if you're just looking, you're just selling digital products, um, I would, if that is the case, definitely look at this one, Easy Digital Downloads. Um, Pippin Williamson's team, um, he developed it with his team. It's got a load of additional plugins. It comes free, but there's a, a lot of the functionality that you will need is you're charged for by additional micro plugins. But if you're in the just the digital download field, it, um, and it integrates with his own membership plugin, um, it definitely is something you should look at. What do you think, John? Yeah, definitely. Um now Pippin, he he has a like well known well known ones are Easy Digital Downloads and Restrict Content Pro. Restrict Content Pro is the, you know the membership plugin. Uh, there's subscription levels where people can either uh, you know pay for it there. You can add them manually, um, but it is. Uh, like tiered levels, like they stack on top of each other. Uh, it does integrate uh, with uh, easy digital downloads to where if you put them together, you can you know put it together to have like a complete e-commerce solution uh, with that. And maybe that's a point. You know, um, there are plans for developers to kind of like build uh, you know things on top of them. So it's aimed. It's got a lot of um, filters and. Um, actions and um, you know, lovely, you know, well coded up, and Pippin offers a lot of support. But I don't think it's necessary. You're probably going to need a developer to help you out here, folks, or or you've got a lot of spare time. Um, here's another solution um, that's probably, um, if you're up for it, you probably won't need a. Developer. 